Hi, I'm Joe Posnanski, and she's Molly Knight, and uh, it is opening day. Molly, it's opening day. We're here to talk baseball. It's we, opening day. It's opening actually, day. Uh, it's, here. Un- it's unreal. We, you and I did uh, like <laughs> a half million podcasts oh wondering, would we ever get here? And we did. We did. We, did. we, we actually made it to opening day. So <laughs> we did. Lo- so much to talk about that's good finally and, and uh which is which is really nice so we're going to talk a little baseball here and I, I you know i don't i don't know we really haven't figured out what the best way for us to talk baseball is molly what do you want to do you want to just go yeah. through go through the divisions you want to do some predictions how do you want to handle this i mean for for me to today is always about like record scratch like learning who's on what team yeah um i'm just like what <laughs> like I know my mom, my mom texted me earlier and was like, oh no, Max Scherzer is hurt because my mom's a Dodger fan. I'm like, yo mom, he's on the Mets now. It's not your problem. She's like, oh, okay. Um, and then she's like, oh, that, cause she was watching the Today Show. And I guess the Today Show had a set, must've had a segment on, um, you know, big time players who have trained, who have, who, who are wearing new uniforms this year. Cause they also featured Corey Seager and Carlos Correa, but like, it's going to be wild. And also I find it hilarious that now the Rogers twin brothers are like closing in the same division. And yes. like, yes. like the, basically these two like evil twins stand in the way of the Dodgers, like winning, <laughs> <laughs> winning the division. I love it so much. I want to like get to know these bros and like find out like who's, you know, which one's the evil, which one's the, like the cool one, which one's a nerd, right. and all that stuff. I need, yes. to, I, I need to know at this point because they figure in so, uh, so largely to my uh, team's destiny. They need to know who these guys are. Well, I think that, that every week uh, on, uh, on uh, the uh, Molly uh, night Substack, which everybody yeah, should be signed game, up yeah. for. Yes. Yeah, long <laughs> game, which everybody should be signed up for. There should be a Rogers update where we they just really get a, should. All right. Just a oh little, a little uh, Rogers update. I'm writing this down right now on like, which, which like, Rogers, like which, which, which Rogers was flop sweating, you know? <laughs> well, like, well, I'm, which, I, I'm thinking like each week, uh, each Rogers oh, gets mean, like a mean, rating. Oh, you mean their, their stat? No, no, no. Oh, they get a rating like... on how big okay. a pain in the neck they are for the Dodgers. Uh, okay, right? Yeah, you yeah, just yeah, you yeah. just see which yeah. rate, which Rogers. And then, yes, obviously, I want to know uh, yeah. which Rogers uh, like was afraid of the dark and <laughs> yeah, which yeah. which Rogers uh, like which like if if the Rogers like if they hadn't talked for a day. Yeah. Which which of the Rogers would be the one that made the call? Like which yeah. twin this is, is the one giving me a great idea? I want to like walk up to Cody Bellinger and ask him <laughs> like which Rogers is more difficult to face, and he's yes. going to be like, "There's more than one." Yeah, they're 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 everywhere. I want I, all thirty teams to have yeah. a Rogers closing yeah. for them. Yeah. That would really be the best. That's um. Oh my god. Yeah. That's okay. I'm writing this down. You think I'm not, but I'm writing this down. It's like Cody Bollinger breaks down the twins. Like, yeah, that, that should be uh that, that's, that's like going to win me my first pool surprise. Oh, um, good. So great. Yeah. Let's go through some divisions and like, what do we think? I mean, I feel like we have a pretty good sense of like the NL West, you know, blah, blah, same old, same old, you know, Dodgers got Freddie Freeman. Um, what do we like? Like, how do we feel about the Padres? Well, 
I'll, you know, I've, I've just been through this on my own Substack where I yeah. went through every team and wrote about 5 million words on, on each one. And, oh, yeah. you know, that, that Padres team to me feels, feels really dangerous. I mean, you know, obviously yeah. they need Fernando Tatis Jr. to stop riding motorcycles. That would be a, <laughs> so that would do be I. a, he's my, and Juan Soto are my two favorite players, and they both right. need to stay away from motorcycles forever. Just, just stay away from motorcycles. It should not. It should not be that hard to to do that. Ugh, um, you know, but but the thing about that team to me is, you know, I look okay. So we all know how good the Dodgers are, right? Yeah. Everybody understands that. But I don't know. I look at that Padres uh, rotation, especially yeah. after they get just picked up Sean Manea from the uh, yeah, from the yeah. A's. And I don't know that that's not the best uh, rotation in the, in the division. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, what's really interesting to me. I mean, Musgrove, Joe Musgrove is, is sure. sort of their number one and he's really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's really, really good. And then, you know, it's you Darvish is really, really good. And, yeah. and uh, Blake Snell is really, really good. And Mane is really good. And Clevenger is really good. I, coming I, back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's, I think they're it's, good. I think that rotation is good. It's just, but they've been one of those teams where you're like, what the hell happened last right. year? I mean, I, I, right. I went to the, one of the craziest baseball games I ever saw last year when I watched Max Scherzer, I was down there in that game, the Scherzer's last start, I think for the nationals. And he gave up a grand slam to Daniel Camarena, the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, Padres reliever. Right. Um, you know, and it was the highlight of the Padres year yeah. because they didn't do anything. I mean, they've, they've got the best player, it, not named Juan Soto and Tatis Jr. And, and, you know, he might move more jerseys. Manny Machado is a phenomenal, phenomenal baseball player. They've of got course. like a lot of nice pieces out there. They had all these pitchers. The pitching just fell apart. And I, I thought Chris Paddock was going to be really good. He was a little bit like too, mm, he was talking a little too much mess before he had actually right. backed it up, right. which is a little weird. Um, for me, and then they just like, man, they're they're done trying to fix him. I guess he's off yeah. to Minnesota. Um, so, but but they did have, you know, they did have strength. They have they have a, a, a they had depth there in, in their rotation. So there was an interesting team for me um, to look at. Well, there but, are interesting. I mean, you know, I, I talk about how good the rotation is, and obviously, you, yeah. you mentioned you have Tatis and Machado, but the rest of that like everyday lineup is like. Yeah, it's a lot of Eric Hosmer and and, yeah. and you know Jerickson Profar and you know Trent Grisham is really good, uh, but yeah. Will Myers. I mean, look, I and Will Myers and Eric Hosmer are two of my favorite people in the game. Uh, yeah. Going back to when you know they were coming up with the sure. Royals, but <laughs> no, you know I don't know. Here's my question for you following yeah. that division, and that sure. is, uh, how much magic do the Giants have? when they no longer have Buster Posey <laughs> like that to um, me, like yeah. I think Buster Posey is a huge, yeah. like it's a loss on like 500 different levels yeah. for them. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they still have the brand. Oh, the brand that there's a lot of uh Brandon uh, energy, big right. Brandon energy. I remember when, when Jason Bateman came one day to Dodger stadium to do the line, he was like doing the lineups. I don't know why. The, the PA guy was running late, who knows? And he was like hitting third, 
shortstop, another Brandon Crawford. <laughs> it's just like there were like three Brandons, and I will never forget that as long as I live. Um, I think Brandon Crawford surprised a lot of people, including myself last year, sure just did. like in the way he played. Um, he carries himself. Um, uh, he let's not forget he had all that experience championship experience as a young player he carries himself really well and he you know he plays the captain of the infield so um i i think farhan is probably uh, farhan zaidi is probably the smartest person Agreed. in baseball and i, I might, thought that yeah and he's one of the nicest as well um Ugh. they just they just have good juju um i i like the signings they make i like these these short pitcher signings um sometimes what they sure did last year with the you know, Desclafani, and I forget who else they had, um, but but um, they, yeah. they worked out pretty well. And I, I like Rodon for them. I think it's going to be a tough division. I, I, I don't know that I have the Padres ahead of the Giants right now, honestly, which is probably my most controversial take. Yeah, I mean, baseball. but I don't see how that can be. The Giants won 107 games last year, sure. right? And yeah, and, and but, right. but but here's what I look at with the Giants, and and you and I are both. <laughs> Yeah. enormous fans of Farhan yeah. uh, and, you know, have been for many years and think the world of him. But I look at this team and I think if it wasn't being run by a guy that I think is, you know, as smart as anybody in baseball, um, how much would yeah. I like this team? And I'll tell you what yeah. I would see. I would say this team is really old, like yeah. really old, like, really like, old. like uncomfortably old. Right. I mean, <laughs> like it's, you know, even, yeah. Even if Brandon Belt, who, you know, has a knee thing going and even if uh, Evan Longorio has got a finger thing going and even if Brandon Crawford stay healthy, uh, they're all in their mid to to now creeping into late 30s. Right. And that's I mean, that just scares the heck out of me. I mean, I I don't scary. Yeah, it's a long season and scary. They all held up last year. I mean, for the most part, uh, Brandon Belt did get hurt. Uh, yeah. But they all pretty much held up last year. But yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Things t- tend to break their way, though, right? They do. They, they'll, they'll still, they'll get, you know, Connor Joe. I mean, I know he's on the Rockies <laughs> now, but you know, they'll or late night Lamont Wade. You know, will hit right. like nineteen home runs from the like <laughs> just as a platoon player. You know, right, right. Um, they've got some. They've got Luciano coming up as a shortstop. Um, probably next year. They've got Joey Bart. Uh, the catching prospect coming yeah. up probably, you know, this year. He'll be up they've this year. Some, think, yeah. You know, they've got some um, decent prospects coming up. Kyle Harrison, Will Bednar. I mean, some of these guys could really help. Um, we'll see. I mean, they're the Giants, right? I, it didn't make – I thought they should have gone for Chris Bryant. That didn't make sense to me at all. He, um, he liked it there. They could afford him. He was a fit. They, they needed a third baseman or an outfielder you know and um nothing just, about yeah. the chris bryant situation makes any sense nothing. to me nothing. nothing i i don't understand why the rockies gave him that money i don't understand yeah. why he went to the rockies i yeah. don't understand why if the rockies were going to invest that kind of money they wouldn't just keep uh keep the the best you know third baseman in the national league already i mean i yeah. i don't I don't understand uh, anything about what uh, uh, that that whole thing, the way that played out, which, you know, I mean, uh, look, I think I think when you say with the West, it's the Dodgers uh, are are so much better, not just than everybody in the West, but probably anybody in baseball, maybe 
I mean, it's certainly in the league, maybe Atlanta, uh, you know, yeah. uh, obviously coming off of last year and feeling pretty good about themselves. And they actually got better, even though they mm-hmm. lost Freddie Freeman, which is, which is crazy. Um, but the Dodgers are just so good. You know this. And, yeah. and so, you know, it's funny because uh, somebody uh, was that we, we opened this up to ask, let people ask us questions and, and somebody sent in a question and I'll, let me see if I can find it so I can get the exact uh, wording of it. But it was essentially the question of, does this Dodger team feel a little bit like not as deep as the 17 and 19 and 20 teams felt? Does it feel like, like, of course they've got the high end star power uh, like nobody else, but do they feel a little (laughs) flimsy to you? I could see that just, just because, um, you know, uh, well, it's hard to say. I mean, on those teams like Jock Peterson and Kiki Hernandez were the um, subs. Right. On on this team, it's going to be like Hanser Alberto and Gavin Lux. Right. So we're going to have to, or maybe Edwin Rios, you know, that guy I'm really high on. We're going to have to see. Um, we're going to have to see. Also, the, it's all very strange because now they're going to have the DH. So we're, we're, it's going to be difficult for us to compare offenses and runs. That's true. And so, That's true. I don't know. I, I do know that, um, you know, staying healthy, we, we've talked about this already in this, in, in, since we've been talking in terms of like the Padres and every, every team really like you've got to stay healthy and um, any team can get thin real quick. I mean, yeah. the Dodgers saw that last fall when they lost with the, you know, the last day of the season, the last 48 hours of the season, they lost Kershaw and Muncie. Right. So they go into the, you know, so then they go into the, they, they took everything they had to knock the Giants out, the, you know, 107 win Giants for the Braves. And they basically at that point only have two effect, two healthy starting pitchers because Scherzer's got a dead arm, no first baseman. I mean, like Billy McKinney was in there taking like <laughs> bats with the seat yes. on the line. Like, yeah. who? What? <laughs> How does this happen? But it's just the way it works. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the Rockies go, somebody tweeted, uh, I don't remember who, but it was a beautiful tweet about how, like, the Rockies are easy, easy, easier to understand if you just look at them as performance art. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. It's true. I mean, they, it's, they're, they're, they're just weirdly, um, they're not tanking and they're not trying. I don't yeah. understand. They're just, they're, they're in some very bizarre middle, space that only they understand but you know but but again i you know that's a very i mean i i wrote a little bit about this that you know the 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 rockies this is their i think 25th year yeah and and in 25 years they have not figured out how to win in course field they have not no. figured out like you know i mean they they can win there in course field yeah. but then they lose on the road if they went on the road they can't win there they have not figured out how a team yeah. with with that uh, altitude and that you know sort of wild uh, stadium, how how that team wins? They have not figured it out, and they've not come close. I don't think to figuring it out. And this yeah. year's, I don't think, going to give them any answers. So um, they're strange. They're strange. All right, who else in the National League the is National interesting League? to you? I was thinking about they're not in the National League, but the White Sox are really interesting to me. Yeah, um, I'm just. Well, first of all, for me, like Tony La Russa had the quote of spring training. Yes. And I asked him, 
like, hey, so some fans are wondering if you guys are going to make a trade for an outfielder. And he said something like, like real fans would know right. that we have a candidate <laughs> in-house. And then yeah. literally like the next day they traded for AJ Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. It was so great. You wrote about so that good. on your Substack, and, yeah. and And what struck me was, I don't know that anybody talks to Tony LaRusso there no. in Chicago. Like he, they're just like, no. yeah, you run the team and that's fine. And he's in his office and everybody else is like, <sighs> it's like, he's like Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh he's like, no, God. everybody's, everybody's he's, he's works there, but nobody really knows that he works there. And it's just like, it's oh. really strange. And it's so strange because I mean, that's a world series contender, absolutely yeah. a world series contender. Yeah. And you brought in Tony LaRusso for the, sort of the idea that you were going to get this hall of fame manager to do that. And it's, uh, it's, it's so bizarre. I, I like sure. And I have a theory that they won what well, they won 93 games last year yeah. and that anybody like any, like you or I could have oh, managed yeah. that team to a 93 win season. That's the manager only wins probably like one or two games. On right. their own. But like, I, but, or, but I, he did not, up. he no. did not. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, it's just so, you know, it's just oh such an God. interesting, but but that team is so loaded with, with. Oh, I am just like, and then for them to get Pollock too, for me, it's just like a perfect fit of like a veteran who has one, who has a ring, yeah. who is just like a nice guy who's not going to be, he's not going to be a dick to the young players, right. you know? And he's just like going to go about his, and I hate all these cliches. But he, it does matter. Like, none of these guys have won any rings. Like, they've barely – I don't even know if they've won a playoff series. I think they've come close. Um, but this guy's going to come in with his World Series ring, and he's I – I think maybe Keichel, Keichel has one. Keichel might be the only Well, Keichel was – yeah, Keichel was with yeah. the Astros, oh, but, no. that's, but that's Keichel it. Keichel might be the only other player on that team with the ring. But he's just – but he's a hitter, which is different, and he's just going to come in and go about his business, and it's going to have a huge impact on those young guys um yeah whether, and, and whether they listen to him or not you know who knows i, I can't i can't say that they will no, but, not that he's like preachy but it's something to have that kind of veteran leadership i know if i was like 22 and didn't know my ass from my elbow but was on this like you know this team that was supposed to be exciting and like i was i'd be excited and scared and nervous and and like ready to jump out of my like, you know, ready to jump out of my cleats. And it'd be nice to have a guy like that around to show me the ropes, you know? Well, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think that that's so much of what people talk about when they talk about leadership and they talk about uh, chemistry gets to me misunderstood. You uh, and I fortunately have been around yeah. these clubhouses so much and we understand that there is a real, like, it's not about like, oh, this person's going to come in and and they're going to grab them by the throat and, sure, and sure. teach them how to play the game. I mean, there are certain right. players that do that, but you just watch how they go about their business, right? right. You just see, you just see. And and if you have players who are, who are you know, like an AJ Pollock, who are veteran players mm -hmm. who go out there and, you know, really bust it every single day and play, you know, super hard every day you realize that's what you have to do. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you can't be a, a kid and, and let that, you know, and, right. and let that guy embarrass you essentially by you not doing as much as, as the veteran is doing. So yeah. I think there's a lot to that. I, 
it was such a good pickup for them, but also he's a, he's a very good player. He's I mean, he's really good. Yeah. I was, I know you were too, cause we were texting about it. I don't know why the Dodgers made that move. I, I don't understand it. I think they want to try to give Gavin Lux, you know, some at bats that they, they'd like what they have in, in Edwin Rios. And they were nervous about their bullpen. Um, they, they, they just don't, they trying in is good. Kenley had been faltering for a while. I think they would have liked to have brought him back. But then the Freddie Freeman thing why came did, together. Why didn't they bring him back? Purely money? Yeah, the Freddie Freeman thing came together. And, and the Braves were doing this whole thing like, got to tell us now. I mean, or, or I'm sorry, Freddie's camp was was for both the Braves and the Dodgers. They Their strategy was like, here's the offer and it stands for four hours, you know? Wow. So it was like, or, or it felt like that. So I think... Um, the Dodgers were trying to get creative with some money and maybe thought like they could potentially, they would, they would have potentially needed to trade an AJ Pollock to get under that fourth, you know, uh, and money for Kenley Jansen or to do, or to get creative in other ways to figure right. something out, to restructure some deals. But then you wonder um, looking back, cause aren't they, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, aren't they paying Kimbrell that amount of money essentially? I mean, it's, it, it feels like. Yeah. Maybe if, if they understood how things were going to play out, they wouldn't have. I mean, it, it feels like, look, yeah. Craig Kimbrell was amazing for the Cubs last year. Yeah. Uh, but you look over his last four years and he has not been as good no. as Kenley at, no. at all. No. And, and Kenley is a LA icon. He's been sure. there for, you know, I, it, it, like all of it felt very strange to me. I think honestly, it was a weird thing because he, as much as he was an LA icon, I mean, the Dodgers were in the, in the playoffs and in the world series and all that so long. And so, and he, he faltered at times. He was great at times too, but he faltered at times. And I sure. think he, un, he unfairly would get booed and there was a lot placed on him. And I think, um, I think that Dodger fans think of him fondly, but I don't think they appreciate him the way that they should. Interesting. Um, and I think that completely amicable. I could see him coming back like next year or whatever. I don't think there, there was no like animosity or bad blood or whatever. I think he might benefit from a year, just like, like a, a, a scene change. Um, I think it was getting, you know, now, especially that he's saying he's willing to set up. I think that part of his part of his identity for a while was that he needed to close, not just because he was some kind of prima donna, but it just impacted how he prepared, how he yeah. prepared physically, mentally. I mean, it's a, it's a thing, you know. So, um, so yeah. So I, what's I, so I, strange is he's yeah. he's on the team that right. I think is most likely to derail the Dodgers, the <laughs> you know Atlanta. Know. And at some point, that absolutely could be a thing where he's going to be facing the Dodgers. Facing uh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie, facing Freddie Freeman with, Dude. like, the season on oh, the line. Oh, man. You know, and that'll be that'll oh. be really an inside-out feeling when that happens. Let's talk about that yeah. Atlanta team. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, they are, um, like I say, I they lost Freddie Freeman. Yep. But they replaced him with, with Matt Olson, who absolutely might have as, as good or better a year. Boy, they moved on quick. That was like weirdly. That was, that, so that, that was like finding out, you know, your best friend and her, and her husband broke up and then like, he's reengaged to somebody yeah. else. Like, yeah. like, it, like it, the it, next week you're like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah. They, they signed. Boy, Matt. Now, wild. <laughs> now Matt Olson is an Atlanta guy. Yeah. Uh, grew up there. So, 
but they signed I Matt Olson. What they're getting? I mean, that was quick. Like I hope well, they know what they're getting. You know, it make you. It really made you think they gave up on signing Freeman back in December before the yes. lockout or something yes. because it happened in- instantly. And then as soon as it happened, suddenly it was like, whatever, a six year deal that they had signed. And I mean, it just happened so fast. And then I'm sure you saw this yesterday. There was the there was the interview that uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. gave where he he kind of threw Freddie Freeman under the bus, said Freeman was he said Freddie Freeman was never like he was not a he never supported him. He would never talk to him Uh... that he really didn't. He didn't like. uh, uh, I, I don't know that he said he didn't like him, but he said he was a guy that if you got hit, he didn't care that he kind of was like doing his own thing. And he, and he, uh, you know, said he never talked to him essentially. Wow. And, and it, it was very interesting because Freeman, I think I've talked to a lot of people like this about this. Freeman is, you know, he's a, he's in public, a very gregarious guy, but he kind of, yeah he kind of in the clubhouse does keep to himself. Like that's yeah. like, he's into his own thing that, you know, and, and, you know, probably needs to be, to be as good as he is. But I thought that was very interesting. And it really did make me wonder if as much as publicly it was all oh, Freddie Freeman, he's the face of the Braves. If yeah. privately it was sort of like, you know, this is a good opportunity to move on. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And obviously they think they have, that guy with Ozzy Albies, yes, yes, like the the leader, the like million dollar smile, social, so fun, talk to everyone, you know, like is brings in who doesn't matter if it's the white players, Hispanic players, whoever. Um, and and maybe you're right, maybe they had moved on, and that's I had not seen that, and that actually answers a lot of questions for me. Yeah, I mean, again, it's I don't know, and you know, there's always a question of when when stories are translated that something gets lost in translation. So I don't want to make it sound like uh like it was some sort of feud or whatever, but there was clear, you know, hey, he's gone, wish you wish him the best, but we're fine. We're we're moving on. And and uh and that's really interesting because that team, you know, when you when you really break down that team, suddenly you look and you go, first of all, Matt Olson absolutely could come in and do what Freddie Freeman did. He absolutely could be every bit as good as, as Freddie Freeman. Uh, and he's an Atlanta native and they have signed forever and all of that. But I, I don't know that the best player on that team is an Austin Riley. I mean, you know, that's the, he, he broke, he broke out last year. Nobody even noticed. I mean, essentially until the playoffs and he's so good. And of course, Acuna is going to be back when he's, when he's healthy and he's as exciting as anybody in baseball, but Austin Riley is like, it's MVP true. good. Yeah. And I was looking at this today because we have our fantasy baseball draft tonight. And I'm like, why is this guy, why is Austin Riley like ranked so low? Why isn't he like in the top? I guess he's, yeah, he's just, he's not, um, well, I guess he's 46, but I'm like, this is like a top 20 player. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We well, was I mean, last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe some people don't believe. I mean, maybe yeah. they don't. Uh, it was, you know, it was far and away, you know, his first couple of years, he, he really struggled and, and, and he was terrific last year, but just, just stepped into that role. And, and I don't think he's going to go backward and Albies is 
fabulous. Matt Olson is fabulous. Acuna is yep. otherworldly yep. when, I mean, when he's healthy. Yeah. Dansby's, Dansby's really come into his own. Dansby's he's, um, very good. And yeah. they're, they're, <clears throat> they're very good. And, yeah. and, you know, I mean, here's what we were thinking. All right. Who could, if, if the Dodgers do play and stay healthy and play up to their capacity, who could beat them? Like who, who would you see? I mean, obviously anybody could in a seven yeah. game series, but who realistically could beat them? The Braves I mean, could beat them. Right. Especially like if they get Soroka back and he approximates like anything that he, that he did before. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that kid was nasty. As very much so. And I very, mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're dangerous. I yeah. think if the Mets have their full rotation, they're dangerous. Oh the Mets. What what could we say about the Mets? Of well, course, it's like Degrom and and Scherzer. Are although I guess Scherzer here. is supposed to start. I guess they had just okay. announced that Scherzer is going to start. How uh, can we fix Jacob Degrom? Like, what is I, the problem? If the NBA's best player had some kind of something if lebron had some kind of shoulder something there would be scientists in labs trying <laughs> to figure this out well baseball <laughs> has a major problem across uh, the board right because you you, you have a, yeah. a season without uh you know a half a season first half of the season without degrom the first yeah. half of the season without uh tatis uh you know a, a pretty good chunk of the seat we don't know how much with acuna uh, Scherzer is battling whatever the heck he's battling, but I do wonder, this is a good question to, to, to talk about. Do you think that what's happening to DeGrom is kind of like, oh, this is just really fluky and it's bad. Or is this what happens to pitchers in 2022 anymore? I mean, does anybody throw 200 innings? Well, nobody throws 200 innings anymore, but does anybody throw, 35 starts, 33 starts, 31 starts, whatever it is, four or five years in a row, or is it yeah. always you do it once or twice and then you're hurt? I mean, it's it, it does not feel like the guys like Scherzer, who has done it forever, Verlander, who did it forever before he got hurt, yeah. Kershaw, who did it for, you know, seven, eight forever years. And he got hurt, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just – it just – he throws Degrom throws so hard, yes, that's and that's right. just not sustainable. And I no. don't, you know, this just is not. There's, there's no pre like this is not. There's no precedent for this. We, right. we can't like look back at like Bob Gibson, um, Sandy Koufax, Don Drysdale, Walter Johnson. We can't look back at these guys and just go, oh, okay, now you're throwing a hundred. You right. know, right? Like what? And now. And now, how are you going? How are you going to go? I mean, obviously, some of those pitchers, especially Koufax, suffered, you know, career-shortening injuries. Sure, done at thirty today, right? right. Could have been lengthened today, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm obviously the well. I shouldn't say obviously. I was going to say obviously the Mets have really smart people who you know, you know <laughs> who know. obviously the. <laughs> Obviously, the Mets should have people who know right. more than I do about like kinesthesiology and like what the human body is possible of doing. There's got to be some kind of a compromise. And like, but at the same time, you don't want them going out there only like holding back and only throwing it like, you know, 90 or whatever, because then you hurt yourself that way. You know, you want, and plus, like, plus, you can't yeah. do that in today's yeah. game. That's what's so. Yeah. You know, that is the difference. I mean, as, as, as I'm not, you know, going to sit there and in any way say anything about 
Koufax and Gibson and 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 uh, Walter Johnson and Marichal and these guys were unbelievably great. Ferguson Jenkins, yeah. unbelievably great. Nothing but good things to say about them. It was a different game. It was not a game where those guys maxed out every pitch. They just they they didn't have to. They couldn't. Uh, lineups were different. You had, had four or five. Nine, guys. They had to get through nine innings. And they had to. They had to get through nine innings. So, so, you know, and Bob Gibson has talked about that. He had, he, he talked about, you know, that he would save his best stuff for when he needed it. And it was just yeah. a different thing, but you could get away. Then there were four or five guys in every lineup who yeah. were not going to hurt you. Yeah. Uh, and now, I mean, look at this Dodgers lineup. Who can you make I a mean, mistake to? Nobody, nobody. Okay. Telling you like two years ago, like, okay before the pandemic whatever before they signed Mookie that the Dodgers lineup would be Mookie Betts Freddie Freeman Trey <laughs> Turner <laughs> like what and I know they take a lot of guff for you know signing free agents but the fact is like their entire rotation is homegrown and yeah. developed and drafted except for I guess Andrew Haney um but you know that like Walker Bueller and and Clayton Kershaw and Julio Urias and Tony Gonsolin, you know, Cody Bellinger drafted, Seager drafted, they, they lost them to free agency. Sure. You know, and then they picked up Muncie and Chris Taylor off the, off the scrap heap. So, I mean, and they, and they drafted Will Smith. So yes, obviously uh, they were, they were able to sign uh, or trade for Betts, uh, Turner and Freddie Freeman, who are two, who are all top 10 players, which is, yes. and I don't know how you pitch to them at all you don't I just you don't I mean it's like you know but it's but I would say that you you get down to the bottom you can't make a mistake to Will Smith you no. can't make a mistake to Justin Turner you get down even you're not gonna you, you can't really make a mistake to Gavin Lux who might be yeah. the you know the the least uh accomplished hitter I mean, in this lineup you're hoping there's like a little washed like that he can't catch up to right um to speed um, and then you're hoping and you're hoping that Gavin Lux is trying to, you know, make up for his right uh two and a half weird yeah. seasons with one swing. Right, trying to hit but ten I mean, you know, ten run homers. Right. I no, mean, that's right. Yeah, but it's it's ugh, it's it's not good. No, like, I, I, he, like so I, that's I, it's gonna be so tough. That's why th that's why they're so heavy favorites, yeah. you know. I mean, that's that what makes them heavy favorites. All right, well, I'm gonna talk about one other team. Uh, yeah, yeah. that, uh, that I think, you know, and obviously this, if we're talking about how they would, they would match up with the Dodgers, that's a long way down the road, but that yeah. is that Toronto blue Jays team. Oh yeah. They Let's are about I mean, that, the blue Jays, man. Yeah. Look, that whole division is other than the Orioles, obviously is, is incredible. We know with Tampa Bay is, is it will, you know, first of all, they'll figure out 12 new ways to beat you. Right. And, and right. they have Wander Franco who might be the best player in baseball also, you know, know. Um, know, and the Yankees are the Yankees and the Red Sox are really good, but that blue Jays team, uh, especially that infield uh, is it's absurd. It's an this absurd. Is gonna be, this is going to be Bo Bichette's year. I mean, we've already seen what Vladdy can do. Right. Bo's gonna just Bo's gonna go off this year. Um, I'm so excited for this team. I just can't wait. I mean, then getting Matt Chapman there is just incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's I'm what I'm just, saying. Like, you know, I here's here's you you look at that thing. Okay, so you have I agree with you, by the way, on Bo Bichette. I think yeah. Bo Bichette's gonna have a huge year. I think Matt Chapman 
could absolutely have an MVP type year himself. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. in the past. And now he's in Toronto where, where it's going to be a lot easier to hit. Vladdy just about won the MVP last year, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, other than other than superhuman Shohei. And and then you have Kevin Biggio, who like everybody forgets about because he's the forgets least. About, yeah. He's the least famous son of a great player. <laughs> and and uh, and, you know, he'll just pop up and, and, and be terrific. That's their infield. Yeah. I mean, I that's know. just it's so good. It's I so know. good. They'll, it'll come down to pitching for them too. They need they need Gaussman. They need Gaussman to do and Barrios. Barrios has yeah. to be Barrios. I'm not as they need Gaussman to do what he did in San Francisco. I mean, Barrios is a stud. They need Rue to be Rue. Stripling is a solid four or five. Like I love this team. I like, do too. I fully support them going on an AL East run of dominance. Yeah. Um, it are we do, are. Are the rules still in place about vaccination? People have to be vaccinated to go players. To, to, I believe in Canada they still are. Yeah, like you can't yeah. even enter the country if you're not vaccinated. Right. So we're, I guess, going to find out which players remain well, which unvaccinated. Yankees, which Yankees in particular are not I mean, uh, vaccinated. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they cleared the way with that New York uh, mandate when they took the, the mask mandate off yeah. or the vaccination what a joke mandate. that was. Well, it was just weird the way they did it, right? I mean, yeah. it was almost like it was like a it was like a co-press conference with the New York yeah. Yankees. I mean, it yeah. was just very, very it strange. Was, it was the Tony LaRusso, you, you like, <laughs> blah, 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 we're not changing anything. And then like the next day it was changed. You know? Yeah. It was yeah. just like whatever. It um, was really strange. Really strange. Yeah, but, I mean, I I'm I'm excited for that Blue Jays team. I don't too. know. I, I mean, we'll see what happens if, if this COVID um if, if there are certain teams that wind up being without key players, I mean, that also could have a huge advantage for the Blue Jays. It could be, but um, you know what? If it is, if it ends up being an advantage, and, and you know, we'll see, uh, no team deserves it more. That Blue Jays team has not had a home exactly. base for two years. Exactly. You and know, no one's, no one's going to cry over it. These guys have had two years, or I guess over a year now to get vaccinated. It's not it's not an unfair advantage or whatever. Well, at this point, you got to Yeah. I mean, the, the rules are, are the rules. All right. We have not talked about the AL West or the NL central. So I want to mention two things and then okay. you can hit those obviously uh, in the AL West. I mean, it's, it's been Houston's division forever. Yeah. You wonder if, if Seattle can, can make a run. I think they, they had a very interesting off season, uh, picked up, uh, you know, well, first of all, they picked up half the Cincinnati Reds, uh, which didn't, which didn't hurt. Uh, they, they, they had a very interesting off season yeah. and I don't know, maybe the angels, maybe am, am I, is it, is it, is it ridiculous to think that maybe the angels could, could, could make a little run? It's not ridiculous. You know what? I'm over with this Astro supremacy. I like I don't it. Even, I don't even care about the sign stealing anymore. We, uh, that's water under the bridge. But I I just think, you know, the the Mariners have gotten a lot better. And yes. my God, the Angels actually could make some noise this year. Yeah. I mean, I can't saying it, but they've got some really good players. I mean, obviously they have the two potentially the two best players on the planet in Otani and Trout. And, 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 and by the way, just, and you know, this as well as anybody, Anthony Rendon is just not that far behind them when he's healthy. I mean, he's a top 10 MLB player when he's healthy. 
And they actually could have like if Noah Syndergaard can can that's be good. That's the one. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like there's just some good players. Brandon Marsh is good. Like some of these guys are just good. Like let's just let's just like let's get out of the um, off one of that angel stink that just seems to like (laughs) permeate Anaheim every year. And let's just try to do this. I mean, Fletch is decent there. I'm just looking at their roster right now. Jared Walsh, that guy can rake. He's you can really hit. Joe Adele, like, come on, let's let's see where it is. Like, let's get some of these props prospects up here and see what they can do. Yeah, um, I, I look, I you mentioned Noah Syndergaard to me. He's yeah, he's a huge, huge thing. You have Otani and Syndergaard pitching yeah. on back to back days. I mean that that could carry you through a yeah. you know series. I mean it's there. It's it's now Syndergaard's got to be healthy, which he has not been. Yeah, uh, and by the way, that's. We got to show how Tommy's got to stay healthy. That's yeah. uh, and and boy, it would be nice for Mike Trout to have a healthy season again. Know. You know, so that's a big issue. But I like them. I like that Mariners team too. I I think I think yeah. they are very interesting. Yeah. Uh, look, it's it's tough to pick against Houston. They they it, still it have is. so much left. They do. You know, even without Correa, they've got so much left. But uh, you know, look, that Mariners team has got. Uh, they've, they've, you know, they've, they've got a bunch of hitters. I mean, yep. you know, now uh, they have JP Crawford is one of my favorite players in baseball. Yep. Me too. Uh, yeah. Love him. They picked up Jesse Winker, mm-hmm. who could be fantastic. Yeah. Julio Rodriguez the, could be rookie of the year. I mean, the they, Reds fire sale that none of us knew was happening until was, all the players were gone. So they were oh all gone God. and half of them on Seattle, right? Cause they got Eugenio Suarez also like every team should have been in on Eugenio Suarez and, and, <laughs> and Winker and Castellanos. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. And they got Robbie Ray. I mean, oh that God. was, that was a huge pickup for them. So, so they're very interesting. All right. And then in the NL central, um, I, you know, I wrote about oh this, and I, but I think it's, I mean, I, Milwaukee is so yeah. good. I think they're but starting t- pitching. Remember I, that day but last year when we both wrote, we both re- had no idea we were both writing a Corbin, uh, Burns. right. Corbin birds. We were, we're both on Getty images at the same time, just like searching through Corbin Burns imagery. <laughs> we're like, it was a random, it was like a random yeah. Tuesday. And like, random no Tuesday, one, we both wrote about him is how he needs to win the Cy Young. Like, nobody was talking about it. Right. And it right? was very clear. It was like, wait a second. This guy like might be the MVP in all of baseball. Yeah. The way he's playing. I mean, obviously, I mean, in the NL anyway with Otani, but like, this guy is a, is a joke. What a um, what? I mean, and and look, and they've got you know they've got uh, uh, two other. I mean, you know, Brandon Woodruff was just about yeah. as good, and yeah. Freddie Peralta was just about as good as those two guys. I mean, they're both yeah. their rotation is yeah. really good. But the guy I'm watching, uh, I said this on the podcast. I also, I want Christian Yelich to be Christian Yelich again. I I, don't know I what the deal is with him. oh so frustrating, so I, frustrating. I, I, I don't even. I mean, I haven't done. I haven't gone down the Christian. Yelich troubles deep dive like I don't really know I mean obviously injuries and everybody's been screwed up by stops and starts and covids and playing in front of no fans and I mean you know it's just it's just been it's been hard on everyone so yeah it's it's really strange and uh and by the way I am looking so I can give the first score of the uh 2022 season they they Brewers actually lost to the Cubs by four uh, Corbin Burns got hit a little bit. 
Ooh. We gave up a home run to uh, uh, Nico Horner, it looks like. And they lost 5-4, and Yelich went 0-3. So, uh, bad start. There we are. <laughs> but Yelich. I think the Cardinals are probably the other team in that division to watch. But, yeah, um, uh, but yeah I mean, I, I think the Brewers are, are really good. I don't know if they're, you know, yeah, World this, Series good, but they're look good. At this, look at this Cubs lineup. Cl- okay, Clint Frazier, Nick Madrigal, Wilson Contreras has been there. Ian Happ's been there. Uh Schwindel, Frank Schwindel, Frank Schwindel, Suzuki, yep. their new player, Jason Hayward, Patrick Wisdom, and Nico Horner. I mean, so no Javi Baez, no nope. Chris Bryant, nope, no Anthony Rizzo, nope, no, no Kyle Schwarber, no nope. Kyle Schwarber, yep. no, no Fowler, no. Um, I mean, who the who else was out there? None of them. They're gone. They're all. They're all gone. gone. They they have completely started over. <sighs> They've completely well, other than uh, you know, other yeah. than. Uh, I then, guess Contreras, uh, they're gonna have to trade him though. But it's like, yeah, the, the, they've 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 moved on. They've they've literally moved on. Jason mm-hmm. Hayward is the only guy that's still on that on that in that lineup that yeah. was like a regular, and uh, they can't get rid of him because the contract. Who was contract? Yeah. yeah. So it's they've gone mm-hmm. completely. You know, they, they've gone completely the other way. Say a Suzuki is going to be really fun to watch. I'm I mean, ready. that's I'm ready for that. Yeah, that's going to be really fun to watch. But I don't think that team is contends. The Pirates, you know, uh, yeah. are no. In fact, we we ought to end with this because this was somewhat yeah. news today. Uh, so the the uh, Pirates sort of made news today uh, <laughs> oh. when when oh, uh, uh, sources said that uh, Cabrian Hayes, their uh, Gold Glove third baseman, who is a fabulous awesome. third baseman, by the way. Uh, Signed son of, son of eight, Charlie Hayes, right? What's it? Son of Charlie oh, Hayes. That's right. Yeah. Who was who yeah. also had a bazooka at third base? Amazing. Yeah. Um, that he uh he he signed an eight-year deal, the biggest deal in Bucks history. And then in his first game, he exited the game with a wrist injury. So and then everyone's like, Oh my god, please tell me that he signed the actual contract, and the pirates beat writer replied with. Nope, still pending physical. It's like, oh, it's horrible. I mean, look, it's gonna, it'll happen. They're gonna pay him. They're gonna pay him. It'll be fine. Motorcycle jumping through a ring of fire. Right, and it did. It didn't look. I mean, we'll see. It did not look like a serious injury. It looked like they were taking him out more for uh, for precautionary (laughs) reasons. But it is perfect pirates, you know. And he was doing it like trying to make a great play. That was the other thing, you know. It's just like. No, and then I thought, you know, they because this is why I like during the trade deadlines. A lot of times they hold players out because they don't want anybody to get hurt. Now right. I'm like, dudes, if you have a if you have a contract ready to be signed and like your lawyer's <laughs> looking it over and someone's like looking through your like like your most recent MRI, don't get on the field until <laughs> the ink is dry, man. Like, so it's like. He's out there like hustling for some ball in the first game of the year on the worst team in the National League. And he's going to like cost himself $80 million yeah. or whatever it was. Like, forget it. I know. Like, don't be a hero. But I know. He'll get paid. He'll get paid. They'll, they'll pay him. It'll, it'll, it'll all work out. Twitter will if, shame them into paying him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like I said, I don't think it's a serious injury either. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, hopefully it's not. He's a, he's yeah. a terrific young player. So, so, uh, 
you're hoping that uh, everything works out okay there. Yeah. But uh, it is pirates. That is that is classic pirates, so for, pirates for it to work out that way. So, all right. Well, Molly, yeah, so this is, fun. this is super fun. We'll do this again. Yeah, uh, we'll talk and- more. We'll talk more AL next time. We'll get we'll we'll get into some of these uh, some of these uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> Let's not do that this time. It's all anybody wants. Yeah, to we just talk we about. avoided them. I, I I think that's great. All right, Molly. Thank you very right. much. Thanks for having me, Joe.